Welcome to Pretty Is As Pretty Does Podcast, and I'm your host, Sammy Snow. I am a registered nurse, weight loss influencer, aspiring mindset coach, and recovered binge eater. Hello, pretty. Welcome back to another episode on the podcast. I hope that you had the best Thanksgiving where you felt good enjoying food and making memories with your family or friends. I hope that you are not like the person I was many years ago where I was an emotional eater, binge eater, very ashamed of the relationship that I had with food. And that definitely showed on Thanksgiving Day when someone would make a comment about going back for another plate. I hope this Thanksgiving you feel really good about the relationship that you have with food as opposed to feeling shame and guilt for eating around your family. For much of my life, I would use this time of the year to completely sabotage and allow the holidays to be my excuse. I would then make an empty promise to myself that New Year's, I'm gonna get started and I'm gonna be 100% disciplined. Like I would go so hard and nothing was gonna stop me from losing the weight. So, you know, I'm just gonna self-sabotage for the rest of the year because this is gonna be the last time that I can eat like this and then January 1st, I'm getting serious about my health. Does this sound familiar? But here's the thing. The holidays are only one day, two days, at maximum a week where you're completely out of your routine, maybe due to traveling and whatnot. But I'm going to share with you a few tips that can help you navigate through the holidays. I'm also going to share in this episode my thoughts and opinions on Ozempic or other diet pills and diet injections and share with you my personal experience taking diet pills. I do want to throw in a disclaimer. I think this is important that you make an educated decision with your doctor. I think the best person to make decisions about your body would be you. And I want you to consult with your physician if you are considering taking diet pills and injections, which you're going to have to do. With that being said, let's get into today's episode. If you're anything like me, you have experienced shame and guilt by overeating, eating beyond being stuffed and continuing to eat, hiding your food, being ashamed of your food and your eating habits, not wanting to eat in front of other people. I can keep going. If you understand that feeling, I want to encourage you to try these things that I'm going to share with you today. The first thing that you must do in order to heal your relationship with food and to have and experience the food freedom that you desire is to forgive yourself for the years of abuse. The years of abuse of overeating food, abusing food, and and continuing to abuse your body over and over the many days that you have done this to yourself where you have promised yourself and shown up short. I want you to truly forgive yourself. I want you to accept where you're at today. I want you to forgive yourself for the years of abusing your body. I want you to accept yourself where you're at today so that you can start with a clean slate. Forgiving yourself is going to be an active process where you continue to do so. You dismiss beating yourself up by forgiving yourself. And every time that thought to speak negatively to yourself, shame yourself. I want you to practice in those moments to instead forgive yourself. Be courageous enough to say, I am choosing to do better. One thing that helped me in my journey is by starting with a clean slate. Every single day, I would start with a clean slate. It didn't matter what I did yesterday because I did it. Whether it was good, it was bad, whatever habits I chose that day, it doesn't matter because the only choice that 
matters right now is the one right in front of you. So start every day with this mindset that you start with a clean slate and the choice that matters the most is the one that's right in front of you. Choose to honor and respect your body. Another tip that I would give, and I preach this in all of my podcast episodes, is to recite your mantra. If you haven't already, create a mantra for yourself that says something like this, I am an intuitive eater who loves and respects my body. And this is something that you may have to continue to say over and over and over and over to yourself. I still practice that to this day. And there are some rules that I have set for myself in my diet that help me feel the best I have ever felt. In addition to forgiving yourself, starting every day and every decision with a clean slate, honoring and respecting your body and reciting your mantra each time you sit down to eat. I want you to understand that you're not having another day one. You're simply starting again with experience. I want you to evaluate your experience, what has got you into the position that you're at today, and really evaluate those decisions. Do those decisions make you feel good in your body today? If so, of course, continue to do them. But if not, let's allow space in our mind to accept a new way of living adopting healthier lifestyles that we know make us feel better in our body. And when we start keeping the promises that we make to ourselves, we are building confidence at the same time. But that can't start until you're ready to forgive yourself for the years of abuse that you have endured on your body. I want you to create that mantra that you love and respect your body that you are an intuitive eater. And when you sit down to eat, you're starting with a clean slate. I am choosing to eat a healthy, nutritious meal because I love and respect my body. I am choosing to add more vegetables, more protein into my diet because I love and respect my body. I am choosing more wholesome foods because my body deserves the nourishment that I can give. You know what's really sexy to me? A man who takes really good care of himself. When I am in a room and I am, you know, I'm single. So, you know, I'd be looking. (laughs) But I really am attracted to the guy in the room who is quietly confident, who really appears to have taken very good care of himself. To me, that is a man that's physically fit. That is a man that is cleanly put together. You know, like he cared to make a good appearance. There are the superficial reasons that you want to look better to attract a mate. It's not about being aesthetically pleasing. It's about feeling good in your body body and being able to carry that confidence that makes you attractive. Your first impression, of course, is a lasting impression. So what impression do you want to leave? If you hear my dogs in the background, I apologize. They're like my biggest fans in my audience as I record this episode. (laughs) So what impression do you think you're giving off today? And what impression do you want to give? At this point, I have recommended that you start by forgiving yourself. Start each day with a clean slate. Recite your mantra each time you sit down for a meal, understanding that you're starting again with experience so you can determine what works for you. I also want to encourage you not to give up on yourself at this point in time. Yes, we're past Thanksgiving. I have been caught in the cycle before.
before that I'll start January 1st. So, so what's the point of starting now? Christmas is around the corner. And then of course, I'm going to party on New Year's. So I'm definitely going to start January 1st. And in the meantime, I am going to continue all of the bad habits that I have accumulated over time. And this is probably the worst mindset to be in to say that you're going to start later to say that you're going to start again on Monday or again next week or again tomorrow or again January 1st. Because what you're not doing is learning how to implement small habits into your already crazy, chaos, busy life. Everyone has a busy life. And if you don't, that's a blessing. But in that time, you have to learn to take care of yourself. Are you staying hydrated? Are you going for walks? Are you making better choices for yourself? And this is going to be an everyday practice. So do not delay taking care of your body until January 1st. I want you to decide today that today is worthy of taking care of your body, that you deserve to feel good in your body. And you have to believe that in order to experience any type of food freedom. I was able to lose all 50 pounds by eating my very favorite foods. This is so important. I did not have to restrict in my diet in order to lose weight. What I had to do was heal my relationship with food to establish boundaries and rules and patterns for myself that allow me to enjoy food and enjoy feeling great in my body, honoring and respecting my body while listening to my hunger cues, honoring my hunger and listening to my fullness cues and honoring my body. Those are choices that I have to make each and every day and continue to do so in order to sustain this weight loss. So if you're hoping for a diet pill to come in and do all the work for you, I... It breaks my heart because eventually you're going to have to do the work anyway. You're going to have to do the work anyway. My mom has always said something to me and that was that lazy people work harder. And if you think that the easy route to lose weight is by an injection or a weight loss pill and that you're not going to have to change any of your lifestyle habits, you're just setting yourself up for failure and that's on you. You have to decide that today you are worthy of taking care of your body. You have to decide that you are ready to start feeling good in your body. No one else can make that decision for you, but you. I hope that these tips and tricks really help you to evaluate the relationship that you have with your body and with food and start implementing the things that you can do today so that you do not completely self-sabotage before January 1st. I want you to choose that today is worth showing up for yourself. And then going into January, you have so much momentum. You have about five weeks at this point to build momentum, to be more successful in your desire for weight loss and feeling good in your body in 2024. And I want to be next to you during that entire process. I want to be here to help you heal your relationship with food. And I have some very exciting news about revamping my program that I'm currently offering. If you're feeling like you need to turn to diet pills in order to lose weight, please stay tuned for what's next. News on the market lately is Ozempic. You may be familiar with this. It's really to help people control their blood sugars, but people are actually using it as a weight loss drug. And recently I have been asked what my opinion is on this and if I support this, if I if I don't support this, and I have an opinion that I'm going to share with you. Before I start, I want to educate you a little bit on Ozempic. And I went to ozempic.com. A lot of people think that healthcare is preventative, and I think that's what healthcare would 
would like to be is preventative, but quite frankly, it's also a business and it's also reactive. And with that being in mind, Ozempic.com, of course, is going to push their own agenda. And you have to be able to filter, interpret what it is that you're reading. So I'm going to share with you on Ozempic.com what I learned about this diet injection. It's a once a week injection. It's indicated for people who have diabetes and heart disease. It's meant to lower your A1C so that you have better management of your comorbidities. It's not indicated as a weight loss drug, as I mentioned before, but a lot of people are using it as such because it helps you lose weight. As I mentioned, it's one dose once a week injection. I'm reading on and it's talking about side effects. Some common side effects are pancreatitis. Pancreas is an organ in your body and itis means inflammation, so pancreatitis. It can also have change in vision, blurred vision, cause hypoglycemia, which means you have low blood sugar, you're at risk for passing out. It can cause kidney failure and gallbladder problems. This is on their website. I encourage you to go do your own research on Ozempic yourself, but this is what is being listed as side effects. Now, there's more serious effects that it can have on you and that it can cause thyroid tumors. And you'll notice that by hoarseness, trouble swallowing, shortness of breath. And they say that if you have certain endocrine disorders such as medullary thyroid carcinoma, which is already thyroid cancer, or endocrine conditions that you should be cautioned against this drug. Well, I want to mention something here. Diabetes is an endocrine system. Your endocrine system is is what helps regulate your hormones. Your kidneys are a big factor in this and it can cause kidney failure. That's a side effect of taking this medication. Um, Possibly it could be, right? So they permit caution if you already have issues with your pancreas, your kidneys, or if you already have diabetic retinopathy. And all of these should be something that you weigh in as a risk versus reward, whether you should be taking this Ozempic medication or not. Now, I will say, I understand the desperation to lose weight. I have been at war with my body for the majority of my life since I was a teenager and I started learning what about my body and like the standards for my body and the standards that are put onto us as women in society. I understand the desperation to lose weight, to want to be a smaller version of myself. And I'm going to share my story of taking medications to help me lose weight. I was in nursing school and my friend Araceli at the time had told me that she was taking fentermine and That's actually the first time that I had been exposed to an option to lose weight. This is also how I found out that I had hypertension, which is high blood pressure if you do not know that already. I've had hypertension for many years. I did work night shift for about seven years of my life, and I think that also contributed to it in addition to my familial history. Um, I did talk about this on a previous episode in a life update, so if you are interested in hearing more about that story, I recommend you check out that episode. 
But I remember feeling so trapped. Like I had no other options except to take this diet pill. It literally felt impossible to actually become an intuitive eater, to no longer emotionally eat. It felt impossible to give up binging and restricting and going to opposite extremes in order to shrink my body. It felt impossible to actually heal my relationship with food. And that's why I went to the doctor and asked him to prescribe me an amphetamine called Ventramine. (laughs) I always say the medication names wrong, so bear with me. (laughs) Even though I'm a nurse, I still say I'm wrong. And I want to encourage you to do some research on this as well. It's literally equivalent to amphetamine. And what does amphetamine rhyme with? It rhymes with methamphetamine. And I'm just going to ask you, does that at all sound healthy to you at all? I would hope not. Methamphetamine is not good for you. Amphetamines are an upper, which is exactly what this does. It felt easier to take this amphetamine instead of actually changing my mindset and my habits to overcome my relationship with food, to heal my relationship with food. I always wanted to take the easy route, the fast route. And that's why I got sucked into these fad diets over and over again throughout my entire life. Some side effects of that medication the amphetamine is a shortness of breath, chest pain, swelling, a pounding heart rate, going into a a flutter, which is another rhythm. You can have tremors and restlessness. You have trouble sleeping. You have unusual mood changes. It increases as it is an upper. It increases not only your heart rate, but also your blood pressure. It can give you severe headaches, blurred vision, and anxiety. And you are willing to take all of this and you still are not learning how to take care of your body. All of these diet pills say, in addition to diet and exercise, this will help you lose weight. Listen, you wouldn't need to take that if you would just adopt a healthy lifestyle of eating better, moving your body. And I know it's more than just that simple. Trust me, I suffered from this for the first 32 years of my life. It's not until this last year, year and a half, that I really have control over my relationship with food, where food no longer dictates my thoughts all day long, where I do not devour an entire sleeve of Thin Mint cookies because I don't have control over myself. I understand feeling out of control with my body, out of control with food, not honoring and respecting my body. If you and your doctor feel that a diet pill or injection is right for you, I support your decision. Please do not allow my opinion of this change your plan with your doctor. I do want to encourage you to develop the lifestyle habits each and every day that help you feel good in your body. Losing these 50 pounds that I have lost, it's not a coincidence that I feel better in my body. It is because I developed the habits that allow me to feel better in my body. It is because I added vegetables into my diet. It's because I started to cook at home more. It's because I meal prep two times a week. And these are habits that I have practiced and failed and practiced and failed and practiced more. But over the course of the last year of practicing and continuing to practice, I have been able to sustain 50 pounds down. And it feels, gosh, it feels so freaking good to be here. And I am so passionate about helping other women feel the same. So passionate. Mm. 
My course is going really well, by the way. The women that are in my world are experiencing some breakthroughs in their relationship with food, and I want that for you too. If you haven't already found me on Instagram, I want you to find me at Coach Sammy Snow, and let's get connected there because I think that I have a lot of value to offer you if you struggle with your relationship with food, and that's a great way for us to stay connected, and I can share with you my offers so that you can be in my world and learn from me on how to heal your relationship with food. (laughs) So do I think that you should take a diet pill and injection? I definitely do not think that should be your first answer. I don't think that you should throw in the white towel and say, I'm going to keep adopting my shitty habits and my sedentary lifestyle, but I'm going to try this diet pill because I want to lose weight, but I'm not willing to fix my behaviors. I really do not support that. I really support you taking control of your health, you choosing that you want to honor and respect your body because you love yourself so much that you can't imagine not taking care of yourself. I want you to ask yourself, how well am I taking care of my mind, my body, and my spirit? When's the last time that I did a self-analysis to really check in with myself and see where I'm at? If you if you don't already journal what your feelings are, I highly recommend that you start. A lot of people like to put pen to paper or maybe they type it out. I personally like to do video journals and I keep a video journal folder in my phone so that I can reference things quickly when I need something to look back at, see how far I've come, see how the behaviors that changed when I was overcoming my relationship with food. It's something that you expect to be healed from. But the truth is, is that healing is a journey and I am constantly healing. It is not something that, oh, I healed my relationship with food. No, I abused food for a very long time. So it is a fine line of finding the balance where I no longer restrict my favorite foods in my diet because dieting only led to restricting. And then I was ignoring my hunger cues, my fullness cues, and I was not in tune with my body and I was not honoring my body when it was telling me that it was hungry and I was not honoring my body when it was telling me it was full. So to be a woman who loves, honors, and respects her body and has built the habits it takes each and every day to make micro decisions that are good for me, that are healthy for me, and most importantly, make me feel good in my body. So if you're not already doing the basics of drinking your water, adopting a healthier lifestyle when it comes to your nutrition, and diet and getting off the couch to walk as simple as walking if not working out and doing strength training then I do not recommend you resort to a pill I think that you have to adopt those mindsets those habits and the lifestyle because those pills are not meant to be taken for the rest of your life at some point you will either do serious damage to your organs and again like what have you learned what you take this pill you lose the weight but you haven't learned to take care of your body. (sighs) If you struggle with this, please, I want you to right now, get off this podcast, open your Instagram app and find me at Coach Sammy Snow so that I can help you also heal your relationship with food. 
Thanks guys for listening to another episode. I am so thankful that you're here. If you haven't already left a rating and review, it would mean the most to me if you did so, so that other people can get exposed to this podcast too. I feel like I am delivering a lot of valuable content so that you can also learn from me and how I lost 50 pounds and healed my relationship with food. And I'm now on the other side where I experience food freedom. I want nothing more than for you to feel good in your body and in your skin and feel confidence again. (laughs) Anyway, ciao for now.